0: Yeah, we don't Some want to miss any ice cream shops. Ice
1: cream shops. Or chips. gelato shops. No, no. There's, what's the point of travel if we're going to miss good ice cream no, shops?
0: No, there's no point.
1: So let us know, please. <laughs> we don't
0: need culture. <laughs> we don't need experience. We just need ice
1: cream. Just ice cream or gelato or gelato. This is the final
0: goal for
1: The Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, episode 381. At a whopping 60 pints per person per year this country eats way more ice cream than any other country in the world take a guess at what it is and i'll let you know at the end of the show summer means a few things for me one of those is ice cream another of those is going to an awesome beach or lake to go swimming and you know what Interestingly enough i've never been someone who's big on fashion But this summer, I got a pair of shoes that scream summer to me. I know that's going to sound crazy to some of you. You're listening like, Trav, you are talking about fashion. This is odd. I have a pair of white Suaves. That's S-U-A-V-S. They're the best travel shoes out there. They make a variety of colors. But this white pair I've been wearing around all summer because it makes me feel summery. I absolutely love this white pair. Heather has a white pair as well. There are times where we go out and about and we're wearing the same shoe. It is the perfect compliment to wearing shorts and a t-shirt and feeling that summer vibe. They have an awesome pair of white shoes. They also have a variety of other colors. So if you're looking for the best travel shoe out there, no matter whether it's summer, Grab the white if it's summer and you want that. Or no matter what season it is, you can get any of those other colors. Highly, highly recommend Suaves, S U A V S dot com. You can use a promo code EPOP and that will get you 15% off anything you order over at Suaves, S U A V S dot com. Over the last seven years, I've made sure that I do a few specific things every time I travel. One of those is to always seek out the best ice cream or gelato because why not? Isn't that one of the reasons that people actually travel? Why would I not seek out some of the best places in the world? In today's episode, we're going to tell you some of those places that we have found to be the best ice cream and gelato in the world. Another thing that I always do whenever I travel is travel with my Tortuga backpack. So before before I became a quote-unquote professional traveler, I carried around luggage that broke on me. And it was an awful experience. I didn't want it to happen again. So when I started traveling more, I sought out the best travel backpack out there. I found Tortuga backpacks. I've been using them every trip for the last six years. So you can check that out, tortugabackpacks.com slash epop if you want to get a tortuga backpack and they even have they have a variety of options now if, uh, including one specifically for women you have to in order to get 10 percent off we're changing this up you have to go tortugabackpacks.com slash epop by going to that link that will automatically put a coupon in for you to get 10 percent off anything you order there so remember tortugabackpacks.com slash epop that's the new way to get 10 percent off anything you order one two three I'll show you Paris in the morning Travel nerds and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your host, Travis Sherry, and joining me today is someone who probably for the last time is podcasting as only a mother of one, my wife and constant travel (laughs) companion and soon to be mother of two, Heather.
0: Hi, everyone. Hi, Yeah, we are nearing the end of this pregnancy. I am almost 38 weeks, so this baby could come any day. So we figured we better record this podcast because it's a very summer-centric podcast, and we're nearing the end of July here, and we just figured let's talk about one of our favorite things to eat, no matter what time of year it is, but especially in the
1: summer. Especially, and we did just pass National Ice Cream Day, which shockingly... I didn't even know about yeah. until the end of the night, and it was too late. Everyone was closed, so we didn't even go get yeah. ice, if, cream if on ice, go ice cream. If we don't go on Instagram
0: day. in a day, we don't know about these national days because I feel like it's just an Instagram thing. That if you're if you're not on Instagram, you don't know when it's National Coffee Day or National Ice Cream Day. And so I think it was late at night, and we didn't, I don't even think we ate ice cream that day, which is we didn't. So we'll make horrible. up
1: for it. Don't worry, we'll make up for it. But we are talking ice cream today, as Heather mentioned. It's summer centric. We like ice cream all the time, but especially when it's hot in the summer. So that's why we're doing this before the second baby comes so that we can make sure we can get on the mics without crying babies around and talk about ice cream. So today, what we have for you are our 12 favorite ice cream or gelato places in the world. So let's start with this. There's a bit of controversy between us. As to whether we could include gelato places on this ice cream podcast or not. Your stance was that we should just put it together. I-,
0: I thought we should put it together because I don't think there's any need to do two podcasts, one gelato, one ice cream. And that we have twelve of both, so you know, we're not gonna split it up six and six.
1: And we don't we have less gelato places than ice cream places. Okay. So that was one of the reasons. I was kind of angling for like a mini pod on gelato because I do think they're different enough, and I even have a hard time figuring out if I like gelato or ice cream more. I, I, you know, I go in waves, and that's usually because gelato places, you know, or when we're traveling if we're abroad are more ubiquitous, and then obviously in the states you see ice cream places more. So I rarely have them at the same time, like to be it's able to compare. True.
0: But But either way, they're both delicious. So we included both of them on this list. So we're talking all frozen treats of gelato ice cream variety. So
1: Heather won out. She is 38 (laughs) weeks pregnant. So I I had to give in there. Whatever I say goes at this point. And so we are talking our 12 favorite. And we always tell you that when we do these list podcasts, and I don't think we've ever done this before because typically we... Do not discuss what like you make your list. I make my list. We don't discuss beforehand. However, this time we thought, well, we're going to have so many similar things Yes. that it was kind of silly for us to each make our own list and then go through the list because there would be all the same. They names would be maybe really similar,
0: exactly. And and to be fair, I th- well, I don't think I know. Trav likes ice cream a little bit more than me, so I kind of bowed to his. Demands. list. No, right. to, to your palate, I suppose, because you know Bow you now
1: to my ice cream and gelato. <laughs> your prowess. Palette. Your
0: prowess. Um because you were the one who loves ice cream so much. I mean, I like it, but you are the ice cream fanatic. So in in terms of ranking, I felt as though, you know, we discussed it, but
1: And and for each one we'll talk, you know, some we had a little bit of differences, so we'll go in on each one. Maybe I thought it was should be a little higher a little lower so we could talk about that. But we did talk about our list ahead of time. And before we even jump in to the honorable mentions, because of course we have a few honorable mentions, I want to talk, as you said, I, I, I you could say prowess, you could say obsession, mm-hmm. you, any of that kind of stuff when it comes to how much I like gelato and ice cream. But I do want to talk about a few of the things that we look for, specifically me, when we're talking about best ice cream places and have obviously the first thing is far and away the quality of, of the course. ice cream, the taste, the consistency, all that stuff. That's 80, 85% of it.
0: Right. But we like to talk about experiences as a whole. It's not just about getting a scoop of ice cream because, of course, we've got to go deeper than that. I mean, we're recording a podcast on this. We're not just listing the best ice cream. So it is about the experience. And one of the things that Trav really, really, really either loves or complains about when they don't do it is allowing you to taste the ice cream.
1: Yes. So th- I get it. There are places that if you're at the beach and it's super busy that day, I-, I get it if they're only like, hey, you can have like one or two tastes or something like that, or some places or even no taste. But I use a little bit of discretion. If I'm coming into your place, this was this happened to us in Dubrovnik, I was going to a gelato place, there was no one there, and I said, Hey, can I sample that? And she said, No tastes And I'm like, why? Yeah. I'm gonna buy something. It almost made me wanna leave because I just think it's silly. You have a product, you have to give me a ton of it. I'm not going to come in there, taste, and then walk out. So you should let me taste the flavors. If you don't, that's a huge strike against you. Now, could you still make this list? Yes, but huge strike. Another thing that I am a big proponent of and get a little upset if they don't do, but I I am more understanding of this, is the idea of split scoops. So if you don't know what a split scoop is, it's essentially if you come in and you say, well, I only want one scoop of ice cream, one scoop's worth of ice cream, that amount but I want two flavors. Can I do that? I think... I could be wrong here, but most places are finally catching on and allowing this. Yeah, because
0: you you don't always want to go and get three scoops of ice cream just to sample three flavors. That's a lot of ice cream. And if you're eating it a lot in the summer, you don't want to eat three scoops every day.
1: Right. So I just, uh, you know, I want one scoop because I'm probably going to go to another ice cream shop that day. So can I get two flavors? And uh, so if they allow you to split scoop, that's a huge plus. I don't even mind if they charge me a little extra. So one of our favorite places, we'll talk about this. Um, charges, I think, 50 cents extra a split scoop. That's fine. I'm fine with paying for a little extra if you give me two flavors because you probably give me a little extra in the dish. I get sure. it. Sure. Uh, pro tip, usually they give you more ice cream in the dish than if you get a cone, so I almost always go dish. Just FYI.
0: Yeah, but if they have fresh homemade waffle cones... <laughs> then
1: that's usually when I might make an exception. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, do they split scoop? So we look for that. Obviously, a variety of flavors. I'm not saying... Like, more flavors isn't always better, but I do like when a place has a variety of different types of flavors. Sure. Um, and then, you know, how nice are the people and how nice, nice is the staff?
0: Yeah, and obviously price comes into to play because some you know, of these artisan ice cream shops are really expensive. Like one of my favorite ones is almost prohibitively expensive. We wouldn't, we don't have one in Philadelphia, but when we travel, we go there and you know, it's not like something that you could do all the time because it's very expensive, but the ice cream is so good.
1: Right. And so we will just like craft beer, just like good wine, just like good food. We'll, we will pay more. So we're not saying we won't go to it, but you know, if it's a dollar cheaper, definitely rises a tiny bit in the ranking. Uh, so that's what we look for. You know, some of that is is common sense. Some of that might not be. You may never have even thought of the idea of a split <laughs> scoop before. Trust me, split scoops are awesome, especially if it's a new place. Now, before we even get into our favorite places, we should talk about our favorite flavors because that that certainly changes maybe your opinion of our favorite ice cream places because we tend, you know, if you're going to a place you're only going once, you get the one the flavor that speaks to you most. So for me, that's usually something that is peanut butter based, whether it be peanut butter ice cream, vanilla peanut butter ripple. I prefer those a little more over the chocolate peanut butter flavors, but I think my favorite flavor is Something with peanut butter in it overall.
0: Yeah, and I also really love peanut butter, but it usually has to have chocolate in it as well, like chocolate with peanut butter, any type of Reese's flavor. But I also love coffee flavors. And even Trav, who's not a big coffee drinker, enjoys. I'm
1: not a coffee drinker. Right, at right. All. You
0: don't really like coffee, but you like coffee ice cream because it's sweet and delicious. But I like coffee and then especially when we are traveling abroad, I love any of the hazelnut, Nutella flavors. So those are really big ones for gelato places for me.
1: And I have found myself with gelato starting to really enjoy the berry ones. Not yes. not like usually a vanilla or a yogurt flavor with berries in it, not necessarily a straight strawberry or or some or a straight fruit flavor. When neither of us are big straight fruit flavor people I think we both tend to be more towards the the sweet side when when we talk about peanut butter so there you go anyway all that is to say um those are kind of our favorites but we will eat almost any type of ice cream and i it's crazy but coffee a coffee base ice cream if it has other good stuff in it it's probably like my second or third favorite type of ice cream now i really like cinnamon as well Mm -hmm. what about salted
0: caramel you didn't even mention that i'm not a huge fan of salted caramel
1: definitely like it more than you I think that it was a go-to for a while, and I've—it wasn't as high as peanut butter type flavor, but it was maybe it was second. It's fallen a little bit. Yeah,
0: but we have but, tried our fair share of those. So if you if that's your flavor choice, you know a lot of these places that are on our list definitely have really good salted caramel ice creams. Yeah.
1: So let's get into our honorable mentions because of course we've got a few honorable mentions before we get into the top twelve. And hath one of the honorable mentions, I want to throw this in here, it definitely was not my, one of the best ice creams I've ever had, but it was a great experience and the ice cream was pretty good. Plus, this is the only person to ever make me my own flavor of ice cream. And this is the lady, I can't remember her name, at Orange Cycle Creamery in Tarpon Springs, Florida. Cute little spot. We went there a few times when we spent time there last winter and She had just Cool story too She had just started Her ice cream place She had never made ice cream Before she started this place She had moved from Colorado And just said I want to open an ice cream place In this town in Florida Doesn't have one So she started making ice cream So it was was Well above ice cream
0: was very good Ice cream But yeah We were talking about her flavors And she said Well you know I can make any custom flavor For you
1: (laughs) And I said "Uh, Butterfinger She's like (laughs) okay I came back two days later She had Butterfinger
0: And how was it It Because I I didn't have it
1: Consistency was a little soft Uh, A little melty, but the flavor profile was pretty decent. So, cool spot. Check it out if you're in Tarpon Springs. Next honorable mention.
0: So, last week, we spent a lot of time at the Jersey Shore, and they have a lot of ice cream shops. One of the famous ones is Core Brothers, which is just soft serve. I like it. Trav, I like it too
1: for soft it serve. It's some of the best soft serve. Soft serve, but, but we're more of it's like softer. yeah,
0: we're more of the hard ice cream type people.
1: So the real ice cream, the real well, the real in my mind, that's real okay. ice cream. Okay,
0: well, like a scoop of ice cream, and there is this place called Hobby Horse. It's very eclectic and odd, in Ocean City, New Jersey. But the ice cream is homemade, and they have lots of flavors, and it's very good.
1: And they have a peanut butter pie flavor, and mm-hmm. I would say that Hobby Horse does what every good ice cream shop should do above average so everything it does above average flavors are above average Um, price is very good they allow you to sample whatever you want you can split scoop and it's a goofy eclectic shop and the people are super nice so to me that's that's Perfect. Other than the fact that the ice cream isn't, you know, we're not world class. It's just above average. So Hobby Horse, you do everything yeah, right. Not
0: world class, but above average.
1: Yes. <laughs> so our
0: top 10 is world class ice our cream. Our top 12, 12 are world top class. 12. I mean, this is yeah. uh,
1: in the world. We've yeah, been to a lot true. of places. We, and so to we crack, eat a lot of ice cream. <laughs> so if we're talking honorable mentions here, all of these are very good ice creams. True. Next one we throw in here is a hometown one. This well, actually the town next to us. It was called Nelson's Ice Cream. I say was. Because rest in peace, Nelson's Ice Cream has closed down. Mm-hmm. And I used to take, they were there for, I don't know, 20 years. I used to take every day of our Paradise Pack or every the first day of our Paradise Pack launch every single year. I would take a bike ride to Nelson's Ice Cream. I would eat ice cream and say, all right, this is freedom for me. I bike to the next town over. I got ice cream. And then I would do it on the closing day of our Paradise Pack every year. And now, unfortunately, I can't do it anymore because Nelson's has closed down. It has closed. But great family, great people, great ice cream but it's no longer there. Hath one of the ones you introduced me to.
0: Yes, and this is pretty famous if you frequent the state of Maine. Uh, There's a beach there called York Beach. It's a very popular beach for people to go to. And this ice cream place has been around for generations. It has changed families. It used to be called Brown's Ice Cream. Now it is called Dunn's Ice Cream. And their ice cream is just incredible. They have tons of flavors. They have some very interesting flavors like checkerberry. Which is a flavor that my parents love because they used to get it when they were children. Yes, so it's like a an, very weird kind is of it old. Grape? What is no, Checkerberry? I'm not sure. It's they just they have some some eclectic ones, but then they have they also amazing love grape ones. Grape
1: nut. The yeah. Great night ice cream, which I'm not a huge fan <laughs> but, of. So this
0: is not selling you, but what they do really well, they have a main blueberry. They have um, these crazy peanut butter ones a that lot have of peanut Reese's ones. peanut butter cups and Reese's pieces, and they have Oreo cookie and just really amazing flavors, and it's very good ice cream. And honestly, now that I'm talking about it, I feel like it should be on the list, not just the honorable mention, but that's probably nostalgia talking because I used to go there as a kid and we still go now and the lineups are insane. I mean it's a
1: very popular place. Maybe it should be on the list. I just haven't been there since it changed hands to be Duns, and I know it's the same Family making the ice cream because I guess it was had been Browns under like the Duns had been making it under the brown name. I don't exactly remember. Yeah. The ice cream is
0: still just as good.
1: I haven't been since they changed location. So I didn't feel comfortable putting on this because it's been probably four or five years. Yeah. I had it
0: last summer and it was just as good.
1: But this is the first place that made me fall really in love with ice cream. It's true. The first time I had what I would consider like a well above average ice cream where I was like, Whoa. I'm just yeah. used to getting pints of ice cream or going to a little ice cream place. I don't care what it is. And then I had this <laughs> Browns homemade ice cream and thought, this yeah. is incredible. This is best I've and ever had. And it was at that And this was probably
0: 12 years ago when Trav and I first started dating. Trav grew up around Philadelphia, so he always went to the Jersey Shore. But my family always went to Maine because we're from New Hampshire. And we took our first trip to Maine together with my family. And we went to this ice cream spot. And you were just blown away. I was
1: blown away. <laughs> I even got a t-shirt. That's how much I loved it. And it it was, yeah. It's it actually was this,
0: more than 12 years. It's probably more like 14 or, yeah, it's been a lot of years. It was the starting point the starting of this point.
1: whole obsession. I have Browns to thank for that, to, for opening my eyes to the fact that there could be ice cream that was better it's than just world. store-bought ice cream. It was homemade, <laughs> amazing ice cream. So thank you, Browns, for that. Duns. Now Duns. Thank you. It was Browns. Thank you, Browns, <laughs> for opening my eyes to it. Thank you, Dunn, for continuing the tradition up there in New York Beach, Maine. The last honorable mention, it, it can't actually go on the list as per our rules because our rules state that we have to have gone to the shop and gotten a scoop of ice cream at a shop that they have. So this could not be us buying pints at another store. We have to go to their scoop shop. Same as with breweries, Heather. That was our rule, right? You we have, have to go have to the tap room. The,
0: yeah, so the, yes.
1: we have never gotten to the scoop shop. Because they just opened a scoop shop in Philadelphia, and this is called Zaz. But we have had their pints of ice cream, and I'm telling you, when we get to their scoop shop, this is going to rocket up the board, and it legitimately could be in the top three. It's incredible. Yeah, it's
0: very good. This Zaz ice cream shop in Philly, we've been waiting for ice cream in Philly to be Good, good, and to be one of our favorites because there's a couple little artisan spots. They're and okay. Just, they're just okay, and you know they get a lot of hype, but we're just like whatever. But when when our cousin Megan told us about Zaz and she had some pints in her freezer, we had it, and we compared it to some pints of our other favorite ones. And right next to each other. And I I think Zaz might have even been better. So we've got to get to that scoop shop. It's not that far away, but it is like 45 minutes. And we've been away a lot this summer. So we haven't made it to the scoop shop. And
1: what we originally wanted to do was record this podcast at Zaz Scoop Shop because they finally opened. But the hours are like Friday from 4 to midnight or 4 to 10 p.m. And then Saturday and Sunday, it's open a little bit. And we just, we could never make it work. So finally, we decided to just record in our backyard and to think of Zaz. So anyway, Zaz, Zaz, we're coming for you. We're coming for your scoop shop. Next time we do this podcast, as long as your flavors are as good as they are in the pints, oh boy, you're going to be up near the top. (laughs) So that being said, we are ready to jump into our top 12. And as we get in here, they did fall into three distinct tiers. Again, these ones that are in tier three, numbers 12 to 10, are incredible ice cream. But we kind of, as we were putting it together, we were like, man, these fall into tiers. Like our top six all could be up at number one almost. It was so hard to differentiate. Then there's a gap, seven, eight, nine. Then there's a gap, 10, 11, 12. So let's start with tier three. Number three coming hailing from Vancouver, British Columbia.
0: Rain or shine. I actually don't think I've ever had this ice cream.
1: You have not. Because when I went out with our friend Courtney for rain or shine, you were not feeling well. You had food poisoning that day. Yeah. Uh, And I actually went when we just were in Vancouver recently. Again, there are three places in Vancouver that are all very good. Ernest, which you have been to. Yes.
0: And that is very good.
1: Also, then uh, Rooster Ice Cream, which was right across from where our friends Courtney and Kalen lived, and then Rain or Shine, all three very good. Rain or Shine for me was the best one, and they had by far the best peanut butter flavor, and I converted Courtney, who used to think Ernest and Rooster were better than Rain or Shine. She, she now agreed that Rain or I, Shine is the best. That Rain or Shine is the best. All so right. Rain or Shine in Vancouver, BC, very, very good ice cream spot. I think I could be wrong here, but I'm pretty sure they have two locations there in Vancouver, British Columbia. So great, great spot and yeah. the best, mm-hmm. according to me, the best in Vancouver.
0: All right. Number 11, we are bringing it back stateside to Boulder, Colorado and a little place called Glacier Ice Cream. Now, they have just one glacier.
1: They now have two. Two glaciers They in have Boulder. One down towards the university and then they have one up as you get out into North Boulder. I have also been here many, many more <laughs> times than you. I've spent a lot more time in Boulder Than You. And there was a point where Jason, uh, you guys know Jason from Zero to Travel. We were staying at his place, which is about a two-minute bike ride to Glacier Ice Cream, where we were going every single day. Um, so Glacier so Ice Cream. you've put
0: your time in with
1: Glacier. Oh, I've probably been there a solid 15 to 20 times. Sure. Um, and all always good. This is one of the few places that actually has gelato and ice cream. So that's kind of cool that they do both. Mm-hmm. Lots of flavors, really nice people, decent prices, and the ice cream, especially the peanut butter stuff, is is really, really good. So Glacier, uh, definitely from the moment I had it, I remember thinking, all right, this is going to go on the top ice cream list. Since then, I've had some, you know, I've eaten a lot more ice cream and sought out much more homemade artisanal ice cream. Still, Still on the list. Still holds up. Just falling down a little bit.
0: Okay. Number 10 is a place that we went to also in the state of Maine, funny enough, and we've only been there once, but we heard from a lot of people that we had to try out gelato fiasco in Portland, Maine, and it surprised us so much because i think we'd actually just been home from italy yes we had spent a lot of time in italy going through all the gelato spots in florence especially and we were like well this gelato in portland maine is not going to be as good as the gelato in italy but it was yes (laughs) they
1: actually had a sign up front and i it said like Uh, started in italy perfected in perfected in Maine. i'm like no yeah right so we were walking by (laughs) we had just been to this brewery we were walking by and i thought i have to try i have to i didn't even want gelato at that point i just i wanted to call bs on them there was also a sign that said free samples and i went in and i was (laughs) like they had 27 flavors i said the person like oh man like it, did you really perfect gelato? I said to the, them, we've just come from Florence. I, I think we had been there the week prior when we did our self-guided gelato tour of Florence. And I, I said, I'm coming in to see if this ice cream even comes close because right. there's no way it's as good. And he laughed and he goes, you could try all 27 flavors. And I tried probably... I think I tried tried 27 flavors. I
0: don't know if you tried that many, but it was so good. So good. And we've only been once. But we did find a pint of it. Like, they do sell pints. We found it in Philadelphia, actually, at this little shop near one of our Airbnbs. So I guess it is still really good. And now they're selling pints to small little shops around the U.S. Small little
1: markets. But gelato fiasco. We got to get back. We got to try it again. But it blew our minds. And I was ready to shun it, to make fun of it, (laughs) to throw it under the bus. And it held up to all the gelato that we had eaten in Italy. So Gelato Fiasco makes a bold claim, backs it up, Mm -hmm. and lets you taste 27 of their flavors.
0: So it's just all around a win if you go there.
1: Huge win. All right, we are stepping into tier number two. And we've got some gelato and some ice cream in this tier. Number nine is a place that we just discussed. Okay, we as a couple just discovered this our last time out to Colorado. I actually had eaten there one time previous when I was in Boulder, Colorado. So we're going back to Boulder. This is
0: my pick for the best ice cream in Boulder. I love Sweet Cow in Boulder. I thought it was better than Rain or Shine. You mean
1: better than Glacier.
0: Sorry, better than Glacier. Well, and better
1: than Rain or Shine because it's higher on the list. Yes, it's
0: higher on the list, but better than the other shop in Boulder because they have less flavors, but... They're all so good. And I I just felt it was a little bit creamier. And I absolutely love it. I kept wanting to go. And I'm usually not the one who wants to go get ice cream, especially it was March that we were there. And I kept saying, Can we go to Sweet Cow? Can we go to Sweet Cow, please?
1: (laughs) They have a few shops. I know they for sure have one in Lafayette, and they also have one in Boulder. And I will give them a bit of props here, too, because just the fact that I remember this shows how cool it was. The first time I went here, I'd been going to Glacier. I was by myself in Boulder and I I've been going to Glacier, you know, all this, you know, three or four days in a row. And I thought, all right, well, let me see if there's anywhere else. And the sweet cow came up. I went. I told him, like, oh, you know, I love ice cream. I've been going to Glacier. It's really good. They're Like, yeah, it is really good. Like, is it your first time here? I said, yep. She said, cool. The ice cream's on us. And they didn't make me pay. Really? Now, I don't know if they do that for everyone. Yeah. But whoever was there at this point didn't make me pay. And I wow. thought,
0: all
1: right, I wonder if this ice cream is going to be they any good. They knew that
0: you were Travis from Epop I'm and sh- that you were going to sure be talking about not. them on the I'm podcast. I'm sure they
1: did not. But Sweet Cow Boulder Boulder is fantastic.
0: It is very good.
1: Onto some gelato. And we're this, going across the world And here.
0: we're going across the world. This gelato is so good. Our number eight. I still think about this gelato because you can only get it in this one spot on the island of Paros in Greece. And we discovered it, fortunately, very early into our trip because we were on Paros for almost a week, Unfortunately, we we found it early because we went at least three or four times in the week that we were there. And this spot is called Vanilla. And all of their gelato was very good. But they had this one called Forest Berry that was a yogurt-based gelato, which was very, like, tart and sweet and refreshing. And then they put this delicious Forest Berry concoction on the top of it. So it wasn't really, like, blended in. It was... It was just so refreshing and so good. I I wish I could eat it right now.
1: <laughs> this is where I first realized how much I liked berry flavors. If it wasn't just straight berry, like we mentioned, this yogurt was tart. And I thought at first, oh my gosh, why would I want... Why does anyone ever get yogurt flavored? You know, it, it it's just odd. But the yogurt flavor with the sweetness of their berry was incredible. They have, I think, two places on Paros, including one right by where you get on the boat, because we right before we left, I thought, I got to get this again. And there one was another shot there yeah. one last time. So I got that in a gyro, and it was fantastic. So vanilla in Paros, and specifically both you and I, had were blown away by the forest berry flavor. That was the one. We tried a lot, but we kept, every time we came back, we were definitely getting forest We kept
0: getting that one. And, and Paros, in general, is just a beautiful island, so we highly recommend going there and getting the gelato.
1: For sure. Number seven on our list, and the last one in Tier 2 in Heth, I did not think that there would be any way that we had three different ice cream places in one little geographic area of the U.S., but this was so good, we could not leave it off. In fact, it's our favorite one in the state of Colorado.
0: Yeah, this place was great. High Point Creamery in Denver. So not in Boulder. At least we've switched to a different area of Colorado. But this is in the Central Market, which is a newer kind of hipster market, which is a really cool place to go to in and of itself. And we just happened to... Find this ice cream place. We didn't research it. We were actually out in Denver doing our Li retreat called Denex, and it was the last day of the retreat. And you and Jason just wanted to treat everybody to ice cream because why not? After a couple days of brainstorming and
1: yeah, we figured everyone had done a ton of awesome work with their business, had made amazing connections with each other. What's the best way to end something like that? Let's bring these people out. And get them ice cream. Now, as you mentioned, usually before I go to a place, same as with breweries or, or, or restaurants or whatever. With ice cream, I like to do some research. If I'm only gonna be a place for a little bit, I want to make sure that I'm going to the highest rated or the best ice cream places who having the best experience. I didn't know any ice cream places in Denver. Jay just said, Hey, there's a place in the central market. So it was no, walkable from Yeah, walkable. It was like a three, four, five block walk from where we were. So no expectations at all. Just figured, all right, this will be a regular old ice cream experience. Fine. I can settle for just okay ice cream. And we got there and it was absolutely incredible. High Point Creamery in Denver. Also cool, That that people have never had a chance to ever buy ice cream for someone else, a really nice thing you can do. So in this case, we had 35 people there, which was a, a a big line, and it was a pretty cool experience for me to get to stand there and buy ice cream for 35 people especially because the ice cream was a lot better than we ever It was imagined. very
0: good. So good that we went back two days later on our last day in Denver before we left for the airport just to have it one more time. To be sure, it was really that good, of course.
1: Yeah, I, I've noticed they, they have three places within Denver now. Um, like we said, the one we went to was in Central Market. And what was cool about this place, like some of the other places we're going to get to in just a second, are the flavor options are a bit unique. So they have you know a few typical flavors, but then they have... Unique to their to them flavors. Sometimes when ice cream places do that, it can be a big swing and a miss. But at High Point, they had some really crazy good flavors, including like a whiskey toffee crunch. It was, it was good. Yeah. So just really, really great place. If you're in Colorado, um, something about that mountain air or mountain water or the milk from the cows in Colorado, I don't know. This is the third place that we mentioned in that little front range area of Colorado. High Point Creamery in Denver, a huge, huge winner. And again, it's completely unexpected for us.
0: And now we get to our top tier, as Travis calls it, the best six ice creams we've ever had in and, the world. And gelato. And gelato in the world.
1: And Heth, you'd agree with me that these ones... It was very difficult to differentiate between these. All of these are the best of the best. So you could almost reorder these in almost any way if you needed to. When we get into our top tier, it it is just they're that good that there's very little differentiating themselves between number six, which we're going to talk about, all the way up to number one.
0: Number one. And number six is an obscure little place that would be a little challenging to get to, but worth it because it's, you know, the best some of the best ice cream we've ever had. It's called Salt Spring Island Creamery, and it is on Salt Spring Island, which is an island off of Vancouver Island. So it's a little challenging to get there, but if you happen to be in the vicinity, you definitely need to try out this ice cream because we were at the farmer's market and Trav went to get ice cream. He brought back the ice cream cone. And it was so good, I made him go get a second one.
1: Yeah, this is going to be the hardest ice cream to find out of any on the entire list. As you mentioned, not only is it on a very small island, Salt Spring Island off of Vancouver Island, but they also don't have, at least they didn't last summer, they don't have their own scoop shop. So we mentioned we had to actually go to a scoop shop or get it you know, fresh, we couldn't do the pint. This lady had a pop-up stand at the farmer's market but there is no scoop shop on Salt Spring Island either. So you can't just rock up to Salt Spring Island and be like, oh, I'm going to go to Salt Spring Island Creamery. You're going to have to go to the <laughs> Farmer's Market. I hope she still has a stand there. I believe the Farmer's Market was Saturdays, Sundays. There's not much to do on Salt Spring Island. So just look up. The, there's one Farmer's Market. yeah, And it, it runs seasonally, I believe. I don't think it runs in the winter. And hope that she's there with her pop-up stand and get some of this ice cream. Now this is how we know that the ice cream was so amazing because the experience itself was not.
0: Yeah, I guess the woman was a little bit on the grumpy side. She wouldn't let you taste, which is a big no-no in Trav's book. She only had two flavors. So, I mean, it's not like it would have been a big deal to taste each flavor.
1: Well, and I also offered to pay. So, I went up and there was cinnamon toast, not cinnamon toast crunch ice cream but just cinnamon toast ice cream and sea salt caramel i thought okay two of my favorites we got a cinnamon flavor a sea salt caramel flavor i'm gonna get two scoops one of each so i asked her hey can i get two scoops she goes no one scoop I was like okay but i want both flavors can I, i'll pay you for two scoops she goes then buy two ice cream cones and i just thought oh my gosh this lady is like she was she could have been a super nice grandma Instead, she went the other way. She was very curmudgeonly, <laughs> very rude to me. Curmudgeonly, and I sat there thinking, "You're selling ice cream like this should at a farmers market in the middle of the summer. This should be a great time for you." Either way, not nice to me at all. I decided to go for the cinnamon toast. It didn't even matter how mean she was because I I walked away. I, I wasn't going to eat in front of her. Like I wanted to get the ice cream and get out. And I even thought, "Oh my gosh, you know, I can't believe I just gave this lady like, five bucks. Like how rude." And then the ice cream hit my lips. Nice. I didn't so care good. how rude she was anymore. It might have been the best single flavor of ice cream I've ever had in my entire
0: that life. That's saying a lot from an ice cream connoisseur.
1: So cinnamon toast from Salt Spring Island Creamery. Then I came, I gave it to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had some of the cinnamon toast. You were like, go back and get another. But then I, so I went, I thought, well, I even said, like, can you go back? Like, no, no, no. I don't want to go back. You go. And I was like, man, I don't want to deal with this lady again. (laughs) But I walked back and I said to her, oh, that was really good. She didn't seem to care that I thought it was really good. And I was going to get the cinnamon totes because it was amazing. But I decided to go with sea salt caramel because, again, we got to try. You have to try both. Try. And the sea salt caramel was very good but not as good as the the Cinnamon Toast. Like if you only have one option, definitely, and you will only have one option unless you buy two cones, go Cinnamon Toast Ice Cream from Salt Spring Island Creamery. But again, it's going to be very, very, very difficult to find. It's almost like, to me, like a dream. Like It's like, did that really happen? (laughs) Did it
0: really happen? But it It did. It did happen, and it is a beautiful island to explore, so it's definitely worth a trip to Salt Spring Island and especially Get the ice cream if you're there.
1: Yeah, maybe there's another person who will be there who will be more pleasant. Maybe. Or maybe she'll be more pleasant on that day. But again, it doesn't really matter because if it's that good, it's like the soup Nazi, right? In Seinfeld. Like, you, right? yeah, you're you good just, at what you do.
0: You you go for the, the taste, not the experience. Go
1: for the taste. Our number five and number four, we're going to tie together because they are both in the same town. They're actually within a couple blocks of each other. And this is La Corridae. And Gelateria De Neri in Florence, Italy, and both of these places, we we went the first time we went to Florence, Italy, we tried a decent amount of gelato, and but we had not it, we did not go to La Carai. We we said our favorite was Gelateria De Neri, and it was awesome. And I always said there would never be better gelato than this. So the next time we went to Florence, we had to see if that stood up to the test. So we did a self-guided walking tour of what ten or twelve of the best oh, yeah, gelato. Who, places
0: who doesn't want to do a self-guided gelato tour when you're in Florence, Italy? Anybody. So we did that. We found quite a few good ones, but La Craye is just as good as Gelateria Denari. I mean it it was really hard to tell between the two which one is better. Maybe it's just like they have flavors that you like better, but the consistency and the taste was just so good at both of these places. So if you're in Florence, you have to do both. <laughs> and they really are
1: tied. Yeah. I tried as hard as I could to kind of split these two up because I like to rank things. And I'd go back and forth. And every time I just thought, no, these are, they're tied. They're the best. There is uh, the best gelato in the world and certainly the best in Florence. And again, we tried a lot. So La Cari and Gelateria Denari. Now, it, I do have Gelateria Denari just so everyone knows, on the list as number four. La Cari is number five. Maybe because we had
0: it first
1: first and it's got a place if you could only go to one, you might go to Gelateri Denari because of the things surrounding it. And that is the best sandwich shop in the world.
0: It is across diagonally, maybe from the street next to Al Antico which is our favorite sandwich shop in the world. It is so good. I dream about this sandwich. So go get a sandwich. Top it off with some ice cream <laughs> right across the street and you have one of the best meals you might ever eat and not very expensive either because I think the sandwiches are five euros.
1: Sandwiches are five euros. Self-serve wine is like two euros and then you go to Gelatera De Neri, it's like two euros. Yeah, for... so for
0: under $10, you can have the best sandwich you'll ever eat, a glass of wine and then finish it off with gelato. I mean, that
1: is... It's is—it's—it's one of the <laughs> best bang bangs in the world. We got the sandwich. Gelato Bang Bang. It's certainly the best sandwich gelato bang bang in the world. Terre De Neri and uh, Alan Tico Vanal, right there on Neri Street or Neri Avenue, whatever you want to call it. Just incredible. And listen, we said if you only had to pick one, you go there. But why wouldn't you be able to do both? La Carai is right. There's two spots. One is in Santa Croce, one of our favorite squares in Florence. Again, three blocks down down the way or about three blocks. So, yeah, those two hold a special place in our heart. And we thought Heth, that they would be forever the best gelato we had ever eaten in our life. But There's a, a surprise one. A But surprise it's, it's happened.
0: not until number one. So you have to get through two more, including number three, which is one of my favorites, and it's the one that I was saying is a little bit overpriced, but because it's so good, I don't really care. But if you were to go like every day or every week even, it would definitely dip into your bank account. And dip that is <laughs> into your bank account?
1: Nice pun there.
0: That is Jenny's Splendid Ice Creams, which originated in Ohio, but you can find them in a lot of the bigger cities, mostly in the Midwest, although there's one in Atlanta. There's some in Chicago. Nashville. Nashville's where where
1: we first had it. We've actually never had had Jenny's in Ohio. No,
0: I've actually never been to Ohio. But it is so good. You can also buy the pints in some of the grocery stores, including one of our local grocery stores, which is very exciting. But it's not as good as the scoop shop with the homemade waffle cones and the delicious, fresh, fresh flavors and the seasonal ones because there's only a limited amount of pints at the grocery store. But this ice cream is... Just honestly, some of the best, creamiest, most delicious flavors of ice cream I've ever had.
1: You have a, yeah, I think what knocked us like for a loop in, in a good way, like knocked our socks off the first time we had is we went to the one in Nashville and they had a flavor there. What is it called? Almond Butter Brickle?
0: Brittle.
1: Almond Butter Brittle. And... We were like, oh, that sounds kind of good. And we got it. And we both were like, whoa, this is legit. This Just is incredible, so incredible flavor. Incredibly delicious. And so Jenny's, you know, we've hit up a few different times in a few different areas. As you mentioned, Atlanta, Nashville, things like that. I will say the, the pints that we get here are not as good as, as when you do get them at the scoop shop. But Jenny's for you was one. So we made this list together. Remember, you know, usually we make our own list. Jenny was one. Jenny's was one for you that was a little higher on your list than my list. I still think it's amazing. But I my the number 2 on our list is we kind of went back and forth between these, right? Cuz they're very similar. So number 3 is Jenny's. Number 2, and we'll just get into this and we'll talk about some of the similarities and why we think they're both awesome is Salt and Straw from Portland, Oregon. Now, Salt and Straw is starting to branch out just like Jenny's. So you have the original ones in Portland, Oregon. You have a few scoop shops there. You have some in LA, I think, in San Francisco. So they're kind of going up and down the West Coast. Jenny's is starting to make inroads into the Midwest and stuff like that. And so I see a lot of similarities between these ice cream companies because they started as small shops and now they've become so good. They have really unique, fascinating flavors. They're starting to spread. And what I love about both of them is that despite the fact that they're growing, because this can be hard, they're staying super consistent, like everywhere that we've had Salt and Straw, whether it be in L.A., whether it be in Portland, at any of their shops, Jenny's, whether it be Nashville, Atlanta, it's still the same quality. There's still the same super top-notch quality.
0: Yeah, and they're very experimental with their flavors, too, because that's always exciting. You can get a classic chocolate or vanilla or salted caramel, but they have these experimental flavors especially salt and straw when we were out there this summer you know they had a whole camping series where they had you know like pancakes bacon pancake batter
1: eggs and bacon which was very good it was a little
0: sweet one you know so they they experiment with these really cool interesting concepts with ice cream and they usually even if they're a little funky are still just really good ice cream
1: what i love about salt and straw is that they experiment with flavors, but when they say it tastes like something, it does. So that buttermilk, pancake, eggs, and bacon, you're like, well, this is gonna be weird. When you taste it, maybe you're not gonna go back and get that every time for that month that they have it there, but it tastes like that, which is very hard to do. So I like that they don't, you know, there are things that you do, and sometimes this happens with me with beer. They say, Oh, this tastes like this, and then you you have a thing. You're like, well, this doesn't, this doesn't even match its flavor profile that they say. Salt and Straw is incredible for their unique flavors. So they have about six to eight everyday flavors that they're always going to have on. And then they usually have six to eight monthly seasonal rotation ones. And that's always fun, like you mentioned, because you can go and try different stuff depending on when you're out there. And know that oh my gosh, the seesaw caramel and the cinnamon snickerdoodle, which are my two favorite from the you know the the main uh, flavors of ice cream, that they'll be there no matter what. And so that that's pretty cool. Plus,
0: the smell of the homemade waffle cones when you are walking into Salt and Straw and Jenny's is just. So good. It's you, it's really hard to compete with something like that. You can smell it even if you're walking past the ice cream shop. So that's really awesome. And Salt and Straw is amazing too because their customer service is top notch. They allow you to taste literally every flavor. In fact, they encourage it. They're so nice. And you know, they're always packed. There's almost always a line, but they don't rush you. So the overall experience at Salt and Straw. Is one of the best you'll ever have.
1: Yeah, I remember the time, the day that I fell in love with Salt and Straw was my first time there. I thought, after this happened, I thought, oh my gosh, this is ice cream nirvana. And it really was. We walk in, we wait in line. Everyone says, oh, you're going to have to wait in line like an hour. I thought, oh, whatever. Like it's ice cream. It's Summer not always day, an
0: hour, but sometimes it can be.
1: Right. Of course I'll wait in line. So I get to the up close to the front and you know i said i've never been here what do you recommend the guy's like oh all our flavors good you know everyone says it oh, all our stuff is good i'm like okay cool and i was like well what should i try he goes well this was unprompted basically well why don't you try them all I like, really try them all he's like sure so he's like yeah i'm not going to turn that down he comes back with like 13 metal spoons of ice cream and walks me through each flavor. Okay, this is this. Here's how we made it. You know, kind of talked a little bit about each one. I tried all 13 flavors and I remember standing there thinking, this is it. This is it. This is what the perfect ice cream shop looks like. And that was six, seven years ago. And we've gone back at mm, least so many times, 30, 40 times since. And every time it has still stood up to that first time of just being incredible flavors, fun. Nice people, they let you split scoop path, and here's the thing, they charge you 50 cents extra. Sure. You're okay
0: with it. Yeah, it's fine. I'll certainly
1: pay for it. and I'll give you a tip cuz you're so nice. So, Salt and They're Straw. They're doing something right. To me, just it is. It's it's the best. <laughs> Yet, it's in only the world. number
0: 2 on the list. And so, number 1 is exceptional in a different way, I suppose.
1: Yeah, because salt and straw is the best ice cream to me in the world. And, and you know, for our list, it's the best ice cream. Number one is not ice cream. It's gelato. It's gelato. And like we said, I didn't think there'd ever be a place that was better than Gelateria Neri and La Caray. And yet, in this small little city in Slovenia, the capital city, it's not that small, but small for a European capital in Ljubljana, there is a place called Vigo that is... The best gelato in the world. And we didn't even
0: find it until a few days into our trip because we went to quite a few different ice cream or gelato shops because there are at least seven in Ljubljana, right, you know, along the river. And somehow you heard about Vigo after we'd been there a few days. So we
1: went to one, and I can't remember the name that everyone said, oh, this is the best one. And then our Airbnb host, after we had after you and I were walking on Lublin, this is how small it is. We're walking around eating gelato from the place that everyone said was the best one. I can't remember what it was called. Um, and he had a cup that said Vigo. And I thought, doesn't this guy even know like he's getting that gelato instead of this one? Well, little did I know he was right because he was sitting at this place. Go, yeah, this Vigo gelato is really good. And we thought, all right, well, let's try it out. And we went. And uh, yeah, it. I mean, it blew away the competition so much that I can't even remember what the one that we were eating was. <laughs> But Vigo is, the moment I took a bite of this, we were walking out of it. Again, super nice. Pretty fancy for a gelato place. Like a yeah, bit it, upscale. It is a it looks nice upscale. shop.
0: It's a nice gelato shop.
1: And so they have a flagship flavor called Vigo. So anytime a place has a flavor that they name their gelato place after, you should pro- probably good indication that you should try it. And this flavor is incredible.
0: It has uh, fresh mascarpone, chocolate, hazelnut, and Nutella, which is pretty much all my favorite things. So I was surprised that Trav liked it, but they also have a peanut one called Pinot. And that was exceptional too. Just really fresh peanut tasting, which is not very common for gelato in Europe because they do more of the hazelnut or the pistachio, but to have a peanut one, peanut butter flavored type one is pretty unusual. And the consistency of this shop with their flavors was just so creamy and so delicious. And they don't have a ton of flavors. I think they only have maybe
1: five, six-ish. But it doesn't really matter. But they're all really good. I kept going back and forth like Vigo, Pinot. Which one do I like better? And I'd have a taste of one and thought it was better. And then I'd have the other and I thought that was better. They were absolutely incredible. We walked out of the shop. The first scoop that I had, I looked at you. First little scoop, you know, and those little spoons, little white tiny spoons they give you that when you get gelato you eat with. I took it and said, this is the best gelato in the world, and I never thought I would turn yeah, my back on De Neri and La Cry, which are both incredible. But, but like you said, it's Vigo. splitting
0: hairs with these top six. I mean, all of them are very good in this top tier. So Vigo is number one, but we also have had it most recently. You know, we haven't had La Cria and De Neri in probably three or four years. We had Vigo.
1: So what you're saying is we got to go back. We
0: have to go back. But there's, I mean, there's no way to do them yes, next, next to, to each, each other. other. And that's
1: one of the things about ranking. It's sometimes hard. But when we talk about these ice creams and these gelatos, they are all absolutely fabulous. Um, some of them are like splitting hairs, especially those in our top six in the tier one where you just, you're not going to get much better than that. But all of them are incredible. And we're going to give you... Just a quick recap. Let's run through it very quickly so that you guys remember you can put on your list. Again, we'll link everything up in the show notes at com slash shows. But we start with honorable mentions.
0: Orange Cycle Creamery in Florida.
1: We have Hobby Horse in Ocean City, New Jersey.
0: Nelson's, which no longer exists.
1: Browns slash Duns Now it's called Duns in York Beach, Maine Which is where I first fell in love with Like homemade artisanal ice cream
0: Zaz in Philadelphia
1: And then we get to our, our actual list Number 12, Rain or Shine in Vancouver
0: Glacier in Boulder
1: Gelato Fiasco in Portland, Maine
0: Sweet Cow in Boulder
1: Vanilla in Paros, Greece.
0: High Point Creamery in Denver.
1: Number six, Salt Spring Island Creamery on Salt Spring Island off of Vancouver <laughs> Island in British Columbia. Number five and
0: four, La Cari and Gelateria Denieri, both in Florence.
1: Jenny's, which is number three, and that can be found a lot of places, especially in the Midwest. From Ohio, though, originally from Ohio.
0: Number two, Salt and Straw.
1: Portland, Oregon. And number one, Vigo in Ljubljana, Slovenia. So there you guys have it. That is our list. What I want you to do is I hope that people listen to this, disagree with it or tell us like, no, I can't believe you're saying this. Have you never had that? As much as we try, believe it or not, we haven't had every ice cream enchilada in the world. So I want people to, have to disagree or send us their recommendations or their comments on this list because... As we have proved, I think, with these list of, you know, 12 best ice creams, we will travel around the world in search of good ice cream and gelato. So let us know what you think. You can tweet us at Pack of Peanuts, Instagram. At Extra Pack of Peanuts. Just let us know
0: if there's better ice cream out here than the list that we've just compiled for you because, you know, I'm sure there are other spots we'd be willing to check out.
1: For sure. And if you guys have sent us stuff before, because I know a lot of people are ice cream fanatics like we are, especially like myself. If you've sent us something before, um, send it again because I am going to start compiling a Google Sheet or, or a Google Drive file on the best ice creams from your recommendations so that I make sure that if we're traveling around, we're not missing... Yeah, we don't some want to miss any
0: ice cream shops ice cream or shop. gelato shops. No.
1: No, what's the point of travel if we're going to miss good ice cream No,
0: there's no point.
1: So let us know, please. (laughs) We don't
0: need culture. We don't need experience. We just need
1: ice cream. Just ice cream or gelato or gelato. So if you've already sent us stuff before, send it again. I'm going to start compiling a list. um, And we will obviously maybe then be traveling to your home area in order to hook that up. So... Check it out. Um, you can check out our whole list, extrapackofpeanuts.com slash shows. Don't forget you get the show notes for all of that. And please, 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 especially this time, reach out. Let us know at Pack of Peanuts on Twitter or extrapackofpeanuts on Instagram. As well as you can send us an email or leave a comment on the show notes of your favorite ice creams and gelatos in the world. And we'll put them together and we'll make our way to those as we go throughout the world. And Wit, our little guy, loves ice cream as well. How could he not? Yeah, how could he not? So he's always saying eco, eco, eco. For some reason, eco to him means ice cream. <laughs> uh, he'll be very thankful for your recommendations as well. So thank you guys for tuning in today for all your support that makes us an M1 rated travel podcast on Apple Podcast. And until next time,
0: happy free travels.
1: I'll show you Paris soon, oh. At 60 pints per person per year, New Zealand eats far more ice cream than any country in the world. Man, I knew there was a reason I love that place despite never being there. The U.S. is a distant second at 44 pints a year and then followed by Australia, Finland, Sweden, and Canada.